0: Have you ever wondered what the top insurance agents are doing to grow their book of business exponentially each and every month? I've personally grown my own agency to multiple locations and dozens of agents over the past 20 years, learning from the industry's leading experts and applying what they've taught me to my own agency. And now, I've invited these same experts to share their industry-leading secrets with you. My name is Jim Schubert, and welcome to Agents Growth Academy. Welcome to Agents Growth Academy. I am your headmaster, Jim Schubert. I hope you're ready to grow big or go home. I've got Wes Becknell with me today. Super excited to talk about using data to deliver profitability in trucking insurance. But before we get to that, I do want to thank a couple of our partners. Uh, First of all, Marblebox. If you have never heard of them, they actually... Our, our agency's virtual insurance processing team. Um, we were very excited to pick them up a few months ago. Um, we had a personalized account manager who right when we were starting with Marblebox and Marblebox was going to handle some of our backend processing, um, somebody left. So we really needed the help. And in one month, Marblebox processed over 560 transactions. Uh, and that was just, it blew our mind. So we're pretty excited about that. Uh, plus, with every MarbleBox employee that you use to do any kind of back uh, backroom processing tasks, they've got a supervisor. So it's like having an extra set of eyes and built-in E&O protection. So go check that out at marblebox.com. And also, ePay Policy. Um, man, do we love us some ePay. Um, they are the simplest solution for agents uh, when it comes to collecting credit card and ACH payments. Most agencies have zero to one uh, accounting people in their firm. And it's it's quite a challenge to collect those payments. So ePay makes it super easy um, by basically allowing you to click on a link uh, from the customer's end and pay that via ACH or credit card. It reduced our collections down from an average of about five to seven days down to less than 24 hours on average. So it has made a huge difference for us. Um, Check them out at ePayPolicy.com or check out the super specific link um, that I put in the show notes uh, that'll take you there. But I want to get to the meat of the act today. Wes Becknell, he is a multifaceted insurance professional. He has been an independent agent, worked on the premium finance side, Interested to talk to you about that. Uh, and both admitted and non-admitted carriers uh, and an MGA. Uh, he grew his territories at each stop, generating 87% of a regional carrier's profits on 25% of their revenues. And turned in a 73 for combined uh, in a territory known for tornadoes and hail, Oklahoma. Uh, all <laughs> while growing the top-line premium. Uh, He's won Marketing Rep of the Year in Texas and Oklahoma, along with serving as president of the chamber uh, for four different terms. He's earned his CIC, CSRM, E-R-I-S, C-R-I-S, and he has an MBA in finance. Welcome to Agents Growth Academy, Wes. What's going on, my friend?
1: Thanks. You make me sound way smarter than I really am, so I appreciate that.
0: Well, I mean, you are, as we would say back in Boston, you are wicked smart, sir. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I just, I guess I'm just good at taking tests. That's really I think what it boils <laughs> down to.
0: Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to pass those in order to get all those letters.
1: Yeah, yeah they, they will not give them out for free. If they would, I'd pay for them.
0: He's a bookworm, guys.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm curious
0: to know about the premium finance uh, stint. Yeah. Tell me about that.
1: Well, I got out of the agency side and went to the premium finance side. Handled a territory from Houston to El Paso south. And so geographically speaking, it was vast. Uh, yeah. Population density wasn't that great. I mean, there was some very open spaces in between there. I had the state of New Mexico as well. And I uh, was lucky enough to kind of get out and start to meet agents on a different level. I'd always been, I'd been on the, co- the agency side prior to that. And a lot of that was around, you know, growing my book and not spending as much time with other agents and kind of talking shop. This, this allowed me to see the struggles that others had, uh, learn, where I could help and where I could be a benefit. And Mm -hmm. you know, the hard thing about premium finance for me personally was that it's a commodity. You're not really selling a product as much when it comes like to the actual PNC side of it. It's more, it's just, it's transaction and you're only really touching maybe 10% of the agent's total book when it comes to to what they do. And while I enjoyed, enjoyed the process of what I was doing, I, I really wanted to solve bigger problems and help write business, um, from my PNC perspective. So that's kind of what helped me facilitate the change.
0: Yeah. More relationship, you know, on, on the, on the yeah. PNC side, right. Instead of being in the finance side of it. Uh, um, that's awesome. You and I were talking before about tennis and your yes. days uh, growing up playing tennis uh, yeah. being six foot three. I would have thought you had like a serve that would crush a man to death. Uh, you, you told me off yeah. air that your serve was not as good as you thought it would be.
1: No, I'm just not a very good tennis player. That's the problem. <laughs> I, 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 I'm realistic to know. I have enough self-awareness to know what I'm good at, what I'm not good at. The reason for playing tennis was to get out of class. That was the yeah. only reason we played tennis. And <laughs> my cousin was a good tennis player, and so it was fun to play with him and, and get a chance to just compete. And I, I think that's what I love doing more than anything else. We had, we had a saying growing up back home is we hated losing more than we enjoyed winning. Uh, Ooh, yeah. I, I I just hate losing. Like I expect to win. I want to win. And I, I don't take joy in winning. I'd boy, I'd take a lot of misery in losing. I don't appreciate it, don't enjoy it very much. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I love it. Uh thanks for your humility. <laughs> and and you know what? Uh, I was not a great tennis player myself either. My my dad was a much better player, but I respect anybody who can get out there and uh, like you said, have that competitive spirit. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Rock Lake insurance. Um, you know, we talked at the beginning in the intro that, uh, using data to deliver profitability in trucking insurance, Yeah. profitability and in trucking insurance is not an easy task. I saw, uh, about a month ago, I think, uh, my buddy, David Carruthers, everybody's buddy in the industry, David, um, yes. po- made a post thanking you for, uh, being there uh, it, fishing off the coast of, <laughs> of Florida and, and, and having fun with everybody, but also just getting right. to know agents better. And, and he said that you were the first guy that he called when, uh, he was starting his own trucking thing. So, yeah. um, tell me, tell me about, tell me about delivering profitability and in trucking insurance. How is it done and what does data have to do with anything?
1: so the good thing is we have access to a lot of information today yeah Uh, what maybe we didn't have 15 to 20 years or 25 to 30 years ago and so we take all that public data we aggregate it to kind of help create a risk profile so we tell agents all the time when we sign them up is listen we're going to give you access to the site we're actually getting ready to drop uh, a new version of this site called mcss.net and it's going to roll out originally it's going to be 9-1 but we're we're getting a lot of feedback saying, hey, we're ready for it now because we've shot a okay. lot of people debating what it looks like. So it it very well could be out by Monday, which will be, wow. what, 829. So we're going to roll it out a few days early. This site even is more robust than the prior site. And some of the things that we're offering now that weren't in the other one are free leads to agents. You're not having to go out there and pay for lead generation. We can, you can search from, hey, I want to look for, for one to five units. I want to look for people that are hauling reefer commodities. And you can yeah. look for that based on where you have the lead options and it will generate every DOT number for that insure for that, uh, that territory. The, the site is, it's a continual work in process. We take feedback of, Hey, this is not very good or this is very good. And we use it to kind of help refine the product even more. Yeah. So all the data again, helps create a risk profile. We take that risk profile, throw it into our rating platform, helps create a rate that you can bind, right then and there. there. If you get a rate that's issued on our rating site, there's no waiting for an, an agent or an underwriter to approve it. It oh. is a bindable rate that you can email to your insured via DocuSign and have them pay one of three ways. Uh, pay in full, which no one ever does. Use premium <laughs> finance. I, I use our premium finance or use your yeah. own premium finance. And then we're ready to rock and roll. And then we do endorsements the same way. The old way of doing endorsements was you got into your first agency management system, created an endorsement request, emailed it to the GA MGA and said, Hey, endorse this policy. Well, that could take seven days, 14 days, three months. I mean, who knows with us, it's done instantaneously. We'll tell you whether the drivers accepted or declined right then and there and it's done. Yeah. And then we'll tell you, Hey, to do all these changes is X. Do you want to proceed? And if you say the insured says, yes, you can push a button, the endorsement sitting in your inbox And it's done. There's no waiting, no chasing money because the worst thing a producer can do is something I learned from experience is to chase money, yes, endorsement money because you can get in a rabbit hole that you never catch up. And so by doing this, we're not making you chase money. You can actually do that. And then you mentioned ePay policy. You can actually send them a link to make make the payment right then and there, and then you have your money right then and there. There's no waiting for it. That eliminates the work and the, well, not, not the work eliminates the amount of time you have to put in to get there. And time is money in our space. The less, the less time you can spend chasing and the more time you can spend producing, the more money you can potentially make. And that's what we want to agent help agents do is make more money by using this data and using all this information and using our technology to make more money. So tell me about some of the
0: specifics on the data. Like what are we talking about?
1: Well, we can get in there and tell you where they've been inspected. So if okay. let's, for example, I'm based in Oklahoma. Let's say that they were based in Oklahoma City, and they say, the before you run the DOT number through our site, they go, I, I'm working in a 1,000-mile radius. Oh, great, perfect, thank you. Get the DOT number, you enter it there, and they had an inspection in Seattle and one in Bangor, Maine. You're like, hey, bud, it's not, <laughs> that's not a 1,000 miles. It's more like 1,500 <laughs> What's going on? You're like, they're like, oh, you know, I just thought it was a thousand miles. Great. Well, now we have this data point that tells us that they they travel that. You can see inspection reports. You can see uh, if there's been a crash, it can tell you whether it was a tow away, a fatality. It can wow. tell you how many times out of service, which vehicles are out of service. I mean, you can tell it down to the van of the vehicle. You can tell you like you know, VIN one, two, three, four has been inspected eight times in the last 24 months. And you can click on that. VIN. it will tell you where they've been inspected, what happened with that inspection. So you understand down to a granular level what that insurer is doing. And you can help be a risk manager there and go, Hey, listen, this truck's causing you problems. This one truck, what can we do to fix that? Because this will have not just short-term implications, but long-term implications on your pricing when it comes to insurance.
0: Your clients deserve an easier way to pay their insurance premium. ePay Policy is the simplest solution for insurance agents to collect credit card and ACH payments. Speed up reconciliation, bind policies faster, and provide an experience customers love with powerful tools that make insurance payments a breeze. With customizable payment pages, a company dashboard, and integration with your AMS or CRM, you'll be in payments heaven. Get paid faster. Visit epaypolicy.com to learn more. And then the agent becomes an educator and Mm -hmm. solving problems that the insured or the prospect didn't even anticipate, and they become Mm -hmm. even more valuable in the process.
1: Exactly. That's what we want to do. We want to make the agent the most important one of the most important people in that insurance life so they can retain that business because you don't make your money the first year you make it at the renewal. And that's what we want to help them do is keep those renewals as long as possible.
0: Yeah. I have to say that this, this is music to my ears and it's something that I want to talk to our um, COO about because he got into some trucking early on and quickly realized that, um, I don't know how to put this lightly but the most uneducated trucker knows more about insurance than the wisest of insurance agents. And you can get upside down really, really fast. So he basically decided to step away from it. And we literally have in our agency's mission, well, not our mission, but just like, you know, our, our, uh, um, you know, three, uh, like like the things that we, that define who we are. Basically, it says we do not write trucking. <laughs> so, but what you're telling me, I'm hearing that we're basically getting the ability back to be smarter, mm-hmm. quote unquote, than yeah. the person who's driving that truck in terms of insurance, right? And it puts us in the driver's seat to use a great trucking pun. Yeah, um, that's fun. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I was an English major, so it, they come easily.
1: <laughs> so, is my, so is my wife. So is my, And I am not. So she has to proofread everything I write.
0: <laughs> no, I, I love it. That makes a lot of sense. And the reducing of time is huge. I mean, at the end of the day, I think the best and most used insure tech companies are ones that save us time because I think it's, it's there's something that's happened, especially since the pandemic, started. And let's just go ahead and say ended. Can we Thank just you. say that, that it ended? I'm happy, I'm happy
1: to agree with that right. statement.
0: <laughs> that we have all become so much more, um, just, I don't want to say busier, but we really have like, we're, we're, we're cramming a lot more into every minute of the day and for us to have to stop and then go find those data points, uh, it's just it's unreasonable. So,
1: I agree. Yeah, I agree.
0: What do you have any success stories from any of your clients when it comes uh, we, to using
1: using this? Yeah, we we have quite a few, and without trying to give away names, sure. uh, we have we have some that have taken this and helped insured understand, except they didn't even realize. Were, what stuff that was going on they're like and again they, they became a resource or a, a valuable resource that insured where they'll go listen this truck is causing no that truck's not causing me problems this truck's is operating it's all driving all over the country well then why do they have 15 inspections over the last 12 months and they've been out of service you know six or you know, ten percent of the time that means yeah. downtime that you're having to pay for or a, a multitude of issues and they were able to help them fix it now i don't i don't know the effect the long-term effect it had on their premium uh, i don't look on a granular level at our premium yeah. to see per, per policy. I'm kind of looking more on a, on a big picture of how many submissions are coming in, how much premium are we binding on a daily basis? Because I, I, I like to help grow. And that's kind of my, that that's my happy spot is to spend yeah. time help, helping grow. But I mean, yeah. we hear them all the time. I'll walk into an agent's office and like, the fact that you don't require us to provide NVRs is massive. Like it's huge. Like you, you save us so much time and so much money on that. And, I hear that the MC, you know, I hear the MCSS is doing such a great job of helping me understand the pitfalls that they could, they could incur because yeah. I have other who have such bad, a bad not a bad MCSS score, because that's not the right word, but they have so many data points that are bad that are, could cause problems. I can talk sure. to them about, here's what can happen. So I can really kind of prevent it by being proactive instead of reactive.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, knowledge, knowledge literally is power, Right. Oh yeah, be able to to avoid those kind of things. That's awesome. Yeah, What's been the most surprising thing um, that you've learned or or encountered uh, since since you've been working with uh, with trucking?
1: That my accent causes a lot of problems. People don't <laughs> understand me. So I grew up in northeast Texas. It's a it's a very small town. I, I graduated yeah. eighteen hundred people. I mean, in a town of eighteen hundred people, I graduated with thirty three kids. Um, wow! It's so. It's, oh, yeah, very small. So you couldn't get away with anything. But I didn't realize I had an accent, and I have a lot of clients who are Latin or Eastern European. And yeah. I had one. I had one lady say it. I was in her office, and I love this lady to death. She's an amazing human. I walked in, and she put she reached across the conference room table, put her arm, her hand on my arm, and goes, "You sound what I think Texas looks like." <laughs> it was like I oh, don't know if that's a compliment or you're, you're, you're not doing it. She started, no no it's, no, no, it's a good thing. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I'm from Texas. So yeah, I'll, I'll own that. I I guess I should show up in my jeans and boots next time and and we'll uh, really go from there. But that's probably been the biggest piece is I have to work on enunciating my words a little more clearly. I keep telling my wife, I'm going to go get linguistic training to, to pull my accent out. Maybe I can get, get kind of like a, an Eastern, like a Northeastern accent instead of a... Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, that's a whole different animal though. My wife grew up in New England and I went to school in Boston and it's, it, it's, <laughs> it's a lot different, you know, yeah. the thing where your forks are kept, that's the draw. Yeah. The, draw the thing product. that's barking is the dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the dog. I hear car keys and khakis, the same thing up there.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, that's yeah. awesome, man. That's funny. Yeah. That's great. Um, great. What else, what else do agents need to, to know? Um, about rock rock lake before they decide, you know, we want to, we want to give this a shot. What's something that they might not understand or something that might be holding them back from, from contacting you guys and saying, let's do this.
1: Well, everybody thinks trucking, trucking has different meanings, I guess, for everybody. Yeah. So us, we're talking 18 wheelers and box trucks, not last mile delivery, non, yeah. non-emergency medical deliver transport, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, which was like livery. We don't do stuff like that. So the idea there is we can, we don't care whether they drive five miles or 5,000 miles. We just want to know where they're going and what they're hauling. A lot of people get into the, the mode of, Oh, they're just general freight. Well, that's not really specific enough. I, I don't mm-hmm. care if they're hauling a little bit of everything. I just want to know that they're hauling a little bit of everything so we can apply an adequate rate right. to deliver a profit to our, our carriers. Cause our first job as as an MGA, is to deliver profit to our partner carriers so that we can keep our market access. We do that without fail every year. I mean, we yeah. we're we we're gonna make a profit for our our partner carriers. And sometimes we might not grow as fast as we want to. And I there's nothing against fast growth. I have, I mean, I don't fault anybody for doing that. It's a lot of fun to grow really quickly, but if I grow profitably, I can continue to grow at my current clip for five to 10 years, where if I grow really fast just to grow really fast, those claims will start to catch up with you because this industry has, will teach you one thing is you can't outrun your claims. Yeah. You, you just can't. I mean, and the good thing is we're in a short tail claim business. I mean, PD and cargo have very short historically have really short tails. I mean, sure. you have a, a total loss. You write a check, move on, and don't worry about it. And that's just right. kind of how it works with lot of liability. The legation piece is causing more issues in the court systems you're having claims get reopened and, so it's, that's, that's the hard part. I'd say that people to understand about trucking is, is we don't, we want to know, we want to know the information. So we ask of information. People are like, you ask more than anybody else. I go, like, you're right. I do. And that makes it a little difficult on the front end, but if you do it right, you get a bindable rate and you're not getting a notice in 60 days saying got to cancel. We didn't know you did this, or you have yeah. a claim and go, well, that wasn't covered. Well, if you put everything on the app and on the front end, let us know it, it should be covered. I mean, unless you just left something materialistically you left off or, you chose a policy is a little more restrictive and we lay that out for them really clearly on the policy deck pay or the uh, comparison piece. Yeah. They'll know really easily if it's covered or not. Yeah. Yeah. That's right.
0: Yeah. True. You know, one thing I'm curious, especially since we focus a lot on branding and marketing uh, on this show, you mentioned in the beginning that you're about to kick off something that, uh, where you're going to feed leads Mm -hmm. to agents. I, I, I haven't heard of many companies doing that. Um, certainly not insure tech companies or I just, I haven't heard a lot of that. What, What? where did that come from? How did you guys decide to do that? And, and how are you,
1: how are you going to manage that? Well, we're going to work with each individual agency because we, as the sales directors, so we have a, a sales director in Philly, one in Phoenix, and I'm can't handle, handle the middle of the country until we can hire an additional sales director. Mm-hmm. We, we will divvy out the lead generation piece per agency. We're going to set some thresholds, X amount of premium commitment. New agents will have access in the first year and then we'll readjust, readdress after 12 months. Okay. But how, why we came to that decision is, you know, we have this access to the information. Why not give it to you? Like we, why would we hold it? Not give it to you here. Yeah. take, it, Use it. Yeah. Cause we feel like if we do give it to you, we feel like we should be able to win some opportunities out of that. Now, do we expect to win every opportunity? No, we're not that selfish. But if we can yeah. get a hit, a hit rate of what matches our internal hit rate, it will be a success.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love it. I mean, it's yeah, like the concept of a rising tide lifts all ships. Like, why don't we all win through this? Yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. At,
1: at the end of the day, I tell every agent, I want you to write as much business as you want to write. And I want yeah. to help you get there how I can. And if that sometimes means you can't write it through me, that you have to write it one through one of my, one of my competitors, yeah. okay. I'll tell you that. I'll be honest with you in the front end and go, I don't think this is a good fit for us. Have you thought about X, Y, or Z? And yeah. I would reach out to them. I have no problem. I There's enough business out there for us to all win. Mm. And if I continue to offer viable solutions to agents every day, and I'm not biased in what I present to them, I will win more than I lose. Yeah. I love it. That's what
0: that, that's called having an abundance mentality, right? Um, that's it's a beautiful thing, man. I love it. I love it. You ready to get into the rapid fire round?
1: Anytime you're ready.
0: All right. What's uh, what's one piece of techno not not? Yeah, can't be biased here. What's one piece of technology or
1: software you can't live without on a daily basis? My whoop strap right here on my arm. <laughs> I travel a lot for work. Yeah. I love this thing. It helps me understand my sleep hat pattern and sleep okay, habits. I thought it was a watch when I don't sleep. It's called a what? A whoop strap? Okay, I'll I, be honest with you. By, above my head, you'll see something that says Texas A and M University, and they they have something called a whoop. Now I don't think it's related to that, but it's <laughs> W A O O P, and it is a. It's kind of like a Fitbit in a way, but it doesn't track your steps. Yeah, it keeps up with heart rate, uh, pulse ox your, your body temperature it, to me it has been a game changer for my travel because I can tell if I have a bad, I can get on there and look at the, how I slept overnight. It'll tell you how yeah. much sleep, uh, light sleep, all the variables there. And it lets me kind of know. And so if I have like a rough night, look at, oh yeah, I only got like two hours or an hour of deep sleep. That's not enough. I'm, I'm going to be a little, dra- I'm going to drag today. I'm going to have to work a little harder to be, uh, this cheery person that I, 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 persona that I put on. And so <laughs> I, I helped it helps damn me. you a good job, man. Well, I appreciate that. Sometimes it, it doesn't work as well. If you ask my kids, they'll tell you I'm a bear. But that's just fun <laughs> of being a parent. Uh, but that's the piece I can't live without. Like I don't know what I did without this, with this before I had it. And yeah, I it's been great. Like I love when I, I don't work out as much as I should. I like to eat more than I like to work out. And so when I do work out, it does help me understand the strain that I put on my body and how much recovery time I need so that I can I can get the adequate rest that I need. Okay.
0: So you're actually using oh, – oh, my gosh, you're using data. Surprise. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> this every is in every day. facet of your life. <laughs> yeah, every personal and, and professional.
0: <laughs> but you're using that to actually affect change in your
1: life. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's when it's help. powerful.
1: Yeah, to help with my sleep patterns, help with my workout routine or lack thereof. Yeah. And with what I eat, too, and make sure it, it keeps me – uh. Accountable for when I take my vitamins and my any medicine I might be taking. If you know, sure, if I had to, if I you know get a cold or something. Yeah, uh, it's been great for me. It's just been something that it, it, it keeps me accountable for taking and staying on a routine and getting that routine to go every day, so that I can really affect the long term change. Because I kind of goofed off for a big portion of my early life, and so I, I, it took me a while to find somebody that would marry me. And uh, when we did have kids, we had kids kind of <laughs> later in life. So I have younger kids, even though I'm relatively older. And my dad likes to give me a hard time. When I was your age, I had a 20 year old. I'm like, well, I have a 12 year old. So what are you going to do? It's not a competition, dad. No, no. I said, I'm sorry. You decided to get married at 21 and have kids at 24. I didn't. I got married at 30. So That's awesome. That's awesome. I love it.
0: Um, What's one book that you're reading right now that you've read recently that you want to share with folks?
1: I just reread Atomic Habits. And Ooh, it's, yeah, it's I started book. that recently. I, I read it a year or two ago. It might have been, eight, well, pre COVID, everything kind of melds. It, meld. so it might have been 2019 or 2018. I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah. But I'm sitting here on my bookshelf, it's right behind me. And I just reread it. And that idea of just trying to get 1% better a day. Mm. That 1% better will equate to 30-something percent growth over a year. And if you yeah. can just do that every day, just try to get a little bit better. So I've been talking to boys because the two I have a 12-year-old and a 9-year-old, and they're playing sports. I'm like, guys, you don't have to be your best. You just have to be a little bit better every day. Work a little harder a little every day. And it will. in the long run, you'll be strides ahead of your competition because you're putting in the small efforts every day to get just a little bit better. And we, we talk a lot about that at, at home. Is, it doesn't matter. I don't care if they win at this age. At this age, it's about learning. It's about growing and yeah. developing good habits so that you can be a productive member of society yeah. later on. So that book that anything by Patrick Lencioni, if I can get a hold of a Patrick Lencioni book, he, he just writes easy to read books for me, something I can yeah. get through and in. it's they're good. I mean, who doesn't love a good fable? And then this one's a business yes. fable. It, it appeals to my, you know, my nerd sensibilities.
0: Everybody loves a good story. I love it. (laughs) Awesome. Um, All right. Well, speaking of youth, when you're talking about your own children, what's one piece of advice you would give to your younger self?
1: The biggest thing is, you know, keep my head down, keep going and don't uh, listen to what others say you can't do. I think I got in my youth, I got too tied up. You can't do that. You're not, you're not ready for this. You can't. Yeah. And I think it held me back from trying to to try and putting myself out there. I, as I mentioned earlier, I hate losing. Um, And so sometimes I think I I held myself back from trying just because I was terrified of a a little scared of losing. And so I would tell myself, you know, listen, don't let somebody else tell you what you can't do. Only you know what you can and can't do. And if it's supposed to work out, it'll work out. If it's not supposed to work out, it won't work out. And there's nothing. Don't let that scare you from taking the chance, because if you give your best effort, like, I, I, something I tell the boys every day, I don't care what you do as long as you give me your best effort. Yeah. And if you do, you win at the end of the day. You might not, the scoreboard not, might not say you won, but you won because you gave all you had and you can't walk, you can walk away with your head held high that no matter what happened, you did your best.
0: Yeah. Wise advice, dad. Um yeah we call that head trash right when you just like you're getting down on yourself do you know um Tommy Breedlove or have you read the book legendary uh it's a great book uh highly recommend it he was a guest on the show uh, become a good friend and he talks a lot about uh what he calls the Tommy go round Uh, like when he just keeps going around and around in his head, like telling himself he can't do it. And, you know, I'm not good enough on all this stuff. And he's like, he said, the solution to that is actually, it's interesting. I never thought about it. The solution is to go to a place of gratitude. And I know that sounds all woo woo, but it's true. Like if you just stop and say, you know what, all these negative things that I'm thinking about that are making me stop what I'm doing and not progress forward, if I'm just thankful for what I have around me, and and for what's good in my life, it really puts you in a different mindset to then say, okay, you know what, I I am empowered to to make good decisions in my life and actually move forward. So,
1: so. yeah, I've been I've been given more than I'd ever have ever deserved, and yeah. so just being grateful for what you have is a great way to approach life. I. You're, sometimes you get down yourself you think man i just nothing's going right nothing's going the way i need it to go or want it to go and you step back for a second and go listen i've got i've got a wife i've got two healthy kids we both still have both of our parents we when we got married at, at 30 when i got married i still had all four of my grandparents and she had all four of her grandparents and they got to see wow. they got to meet both of their great-grandsons so i mean very rare in life does that happen where you Now we've, we've since started to look we've lost we've lost a good yeah. portion of them. Um, and yeah. that, that's, that's going to happen. That's life. But I mean, sure. to think that I was 30, almost 40 years old, I was, also, when I lost 38 years old, I lost my first grandparent. That's wow. pretty amazing. Wow. Yeah.
0: yeah that's, yeah. that's pretty old to, you got some good genes in your family. It sounds like.
1: Yeah. Well, they took way better <laughs> care of themselves than I did. Let's just do it that way.
0: No doubt. Um, how cold does it get in Oklahoma in the wintertime?
1: Uh, we might get a snap in the teens, but it's thirties, forties. It's not that okay. We We so might get snow once or twice. It's going to get cold at some point or
0: colder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because my next question is, uh, it has to do with that. If you had the choice between eating a good hot bowl of soup or gourmet marshmallows and hot chocolate. What would you choose?
1: Ah, uh, soup because I don't like marshmallows.
0: <laughs> what kind I of soup like,
1: would you eat? Oh man, you could put pretty much. I like, I like potato soup, taco soup. I like our chicken tortilla soup. I call it yeah. taco soup, chicken yeah. tortilla. You know, tomato bisque. You could put in pretty much lobster bisque. You could put pretty much anything in front of me, other than split pea, and I'm, I'm in. Like I know I'm not a big fan of peas. <laughs> I love well, it. There's an onion one too. I don't like that onion one. I don't remember what it's called, but anytime I see it, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not in.
0: Oh yeah, French onion soup. That's yeah, yeah, I've no. never been a big fan of that. No. Um, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose, I'm gonna choose one of those, and I'm gonna send you uh, a really nice package from our friends at uh, Spoonful of Comfort. They're not a sponsor of the show, not a partner, but uh, we've sent them to our employees and we've sent them to our guests who choose the soup and they absolutely Uh, love it. And there's some really cool things in there too, that you'll appreciate just the finer details. So I'll get, I'll get, I'll get your information afterwards and we'll send that out to you.
1: Sounds good. That's great. Thank you.
0: Yeah. For you and your family, my friend. Um, What's uh What's one final piece of uh, you know actionable advice or 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 advice or like an actionable step for agencies who are wanting to get into trucking?
1: What I would tell them is pick up the phone and call, call us, uh, call one of your other GAs or MGAs, and and yeah. ask questions and just get some detail on what you're trying to accomplish. Are you chasing big dollars and that's what you're trying to chase and you're doing it for the wrong reasons? Hmm. That's not the reason to write trucking insurance. You're going to end up getting yourself in so much trouble. You're yeah. going to have account payable issues. You're going to have questions on coverage. You could open yourself to, you know, issues, ask the questions and then be very clear with those trucking insureds about what you're trying to accomplish for them. Are you trying to. Mitigate future losses. Are you trying to save on premium? What are you trying to accomplish holistically? So you know going in, and you've level set the table with all them. They understand what you're trying to do here, and then be actionable in using the rating side. I mean, the biggest the big success people have is when we get them appointed, they get in immediately and start using it. If they, we know within ninety days. I, I feel like I know within ninety days if somebody's going to be successful or not when they're on our rating side. If I get in there and after 90 days they have run like three rates, yeah, they they needed us for one risk. And while that while that's understandable, sure, I also tell them on the front end I'm not here for one risk. And after a year, if there's only one risk on the books, we're going to have a meeting about production and getting to a certain level or parting ways because I don't want to just sit there and float along with one risk. And then we have a claim, and then all of a sudden our loss ratio loss ratio is out of whack, and yeah. people are starting to ask questions of me of what am I, what are you doing? Yeah, and so I. Yeah. Do, yeah, I try to, we try to put good agents on the books. I mean, yeah, there's going to be times where we're going to take losses, and that's okay. But just pick up, you know, call, text, email, whatever you want to do. We're easy to find. I mean, our website is out there. We're on every pretty pretty much every social media channel as well, and we're starting to post more to kind of get our, our name and brand out there. We've always been kind of a smaller company from an employee yeah. standpoint, but we're seeing great growth. Uh, we're expected to grow this year by about 33% over where we were last year, wow. which is phenomenal uh yeah. it's not just like it's not just one person it, it is a collective effort it's one of the things i really enjoy about rock lake is the fact that there are so many people with the same mindset there was a there's a football coach i can't remember his name but it's, it's the idea of row the boat everybody else is on the, on the boat and they're all rowing the boat is it luke fickle maybe that's his name mm-hmm. Don't remember yeah. to, somewhere in Michigan. And I don't know where he <laughs> is now, but the idea is everybody's rolling the same direction. We don't have somebody sitting in the boat going now nah, we're about to sink. We're going to hit an iceberg. Now everybody's got yeah. got an oar in hand and yep. they're doing everything they can to get us to our goal. And that to me makes it not work. It makes it fun. Yeah. And we can have fun. We can grow. We can accomplish what we need to accomplish and make everybody some money. I love it.
0: It sounds like yeah. you are having fun, my friend.
1: <laughs> oh, blast! I love, I love what I get to do. I, it's hard to be upset when you get to spend your time talking to other people about how you're going to help them make money.
0: Yeah. That doesn't suck. <laughs> <Yeah. Much better. laughs> Wes, where can people find you uh, and, and, or uh, Rock Lake?
1: We Our website is rocklakeig.com. That's the easiest way to find us. I am on LinkedIn at W Becknell, which I know is really original uh, <laughs> I, I'm on there a lot. And so I'm always looking and, wanting to share ideas and, and thoughts, I mean, get on there and call our 800 number and ask to speak to me and they'll transfer you to my cell phone and we can have a conversation and, or you can shoot me an email as well. And they'll, they'll give you my contact information. We can schedule a time to talk. I'm, I try to be as generous with my calendar as humanly possible. I do block out a little bit of time to make sure I get, I get my job done, that but I also, try to, yeah, I mean, they, they do pay me for, uh, to do a job. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> but I also to talk to people because I think that's the greatest way to share and, and learn and grow is to be around other people. I, I've been blessed with a great mentor who, to this day, I still keep up with. He was my mentor when I got on the agency side. Uh, we don't talk as much as we probably should or as, as much as I'd like to, but I know I can pick yeah. up the phone right now and call him and he would answer. And we'd have a 20-minute conversation like nothing, nothing ever skipped a beat. And I tried yeah. to do the same for other people in the industry is be available. So if they need to talk or they got a problem hey, let's go grab a quick bite to eat. Let's go grab a cup of coffee and let's, let's figure out if we can solve the pro- your problems. And if we can't, then let's we'll try to find somebody that can solve your problems.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. You're a darn good human being,
1: sir. Well, you know, don't ask my wife that question. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wes, it's been a pleasure having you here today, sir. Uh, stick around for me, uh, but for everybody else, um, thanks for being here, sir.
1: Yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity.
0: Absolutely. Folks, until next time, grow big or go home. See ya. If you like this or any other episodes of Agents Growth Academy podcast, make sure you rate it. And if you want to take ownership over your own growth, come join us for free over at agentsgrowthacademy.com.